Yo, 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 welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman. And I'm here with my lovely Lifetime Plus One, Stephanie Chapman. Okay, Lifetime Plus One, I like that. Yeah, baby, you are. You know, whenever we go on dates or go to a wedding, you're my plus one. I'm always there. (laughs) You're always the plus one. Well, baby, how you doing today? I'm all right. I'm here. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. It has been a long night. A long day, actually. (laughs) This podcast stuff is not as easy as... People make it look. <laughs> Not at all. On top of that, we put our kids down. They were a little crazy. It took a while for them to go to sleep. And so we're also a little tired ourselves. And technology just doesn't always work the way you want it to. This is true. So. 100%. But yes, I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Really enjoy getting to do this with you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, what are we talking about today, babe? Today, we are talking about catechisms. Cata what? <laughs> Sounds like a medical term or something, but uh, catechesis, catechism, mm-hmm. catechism. I'm just kidding. I don't know. This is more your thing than mine, so I'm going to toss the ball to you here. But we are talking about catechism today. Facts, 100%. And so catechism or catechesis, to my wife's point, yeah, there are a number of ways you can refer to it. Um, but yes, in the word catechism, it is defined as teaching or instruction. In fact, the Greek word, um, I'm not going to pronounce it because I messed that thing up, but the Greek word for catechism, it is in the Bible. Okay. Um, it is we fa- like that. Yeah, this is true. We do <laughs> want to be about the Bible. Yes. We like uh, to defend from scripture why we do what we do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so, yeah, it's found in two particular places. Um, one is in Luke chapter one, verse four, as he is writing um, to Theophilus. In verse four, he says this, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. And that word instructed, the Greek word is the Greek word for catechism. And also Paul used that very same word in first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 19, when he's writing to the church in Corinth. And he says, yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with my understanding in order to teach And that's the Greek word right there in order to teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. That's good. And so catechism, it is really a teaching or to instruct. And in fact, it's a teaching of a summary of Christian doctrine. And it is taught in a dialogical method. A dial what? A dialogical <laughs> method, meaning you can't catechize um, in isolation. Uh, okay. <laughs> you yes. need you someone else. Okay, this makes sense. <laughs> to Co- do that. Cookies at the bottom shelf. Now yeah. I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's normally done through Q&A, uh, the format. And really, the person who's being catechized, they need to memorize um, the answers that they're actually learning. Okay. That's good. Um, and so, yeah. So if you guys are like me and a lot of this is kind of might even feel over your head in a sense of, I've never heard of this word. I've never heard of this idea. We want to give a few examples of just some of the first questions that are in 
this catechism book that we go through with our kids to give you an idea of what we're talking about, this question and answer instruction. Yeah. So, babe, what will happen is I'll ask the questions and then you can answer them. All right. So I'm going to be a child here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who made you? God made me. What else did God make? All things. Why did God make you in all things? For his own glory. Yeah. And so those were three examples. And as you can see, there's a specific question being asked. And there's a specific answer that the one um, the one who's asked the question is to give. And so that's the one who's being catechized. Mm-hmm. Now, the reality is catechism isn't a new phenomenon. In fact, um, throughout church history, churches were very intentional in catechizing their church members. And even as you think about like the Protestant Reformation, the reformers, uh, man, they were really big on catechizing church members and also catechizing the children. That's good. And I even just last night was reading to the Golden Shore about um, the Judsons, you know, some of the first American missionaries Mm. and it was really cool because That's Nancy... That's a really good book, too, by the way. That's a really good, good I'm book. getting into it now. I've cried multiple times reading <laughs> that book. I did tear up last night. <laughs> but I was reading about Nancy um, Judson, Adoniram's wife. First and wife. First wife. Oh, you already spoiled something for me. <laughs> oh, my bad, babe. Oh, no. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about this so, later. <laughs> I don't like being spoiled on things. Okay. Okay. Anyways, let me gather myself. Now I'm going to cry. No. Okay. But in this book, To the Golden Shore, Nancy Judson is, they've just been starting to get um, Bur- like the Burmese language mm-hmm. and understanding it so that they can try to share the gospel with um, the people in Burma and it said literally in this paragraph that she had started a school for little girls and she was beginning to catechize them. And Mm. I was like, what? This is what we're about to talk about this week. And so just really cool to see years and years and years ago in another country, a missionary was trying to catechize the children there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And in fact, when we think about catechism, the very thing that we just did, that example, Q&A, in fact, I learned that it was the reformer, Martin Luther, he was the one who popularized the Q&A format. And so... So you're saying not all catechism is Q&A, but that's like the most popular way to do it. Is that correct? Facts. Okay. Not all catechism is. And Q&A format was happening before Luther, but Luther is the one who popularized okay, it. Okay, that's helpful. And so, yeah, as we get into it, babe, as we think about catechism, when were, when were you first exposed to catechism or catechesis. Yeah, and I asked just now about the Q&A because when I was reading a little more on catechism, they mentioned how learning the Lord's Prayer is a form of being catechized, I guess. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it was really cool and encouraging for me because when when I was a little girl, my parents actually taught my brother and I, and maybe my sister who's right below me. Um, I don't think my youngest was born yet, but yeah, I remember we would kneel beside my brother's bed and my parents every night for quite a while would teach us more and more of the Lord's prayer. Mm. And over Mm. time we 
learned the whole thing and then we would pray that together as a family mm, and to yeah. this day i still know it first and foremost because they catechized me man praise god praise <laughs> so, yeah, god that was that's really dope. cool to to realize that that had happened man so. that's really dope what about you yeah i would probably say um when i moved to memphis so my downline year um went through downline biblical discipleship program and the emerging leaders, we got to go to Pastor Ken and Vaughn's house. Shout out to my man, KV. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to go to KV's house. And, man, I show up. And KV is literally asking his boys. They were young at the time, too, like Very real young. young. Yeah. Um, man, he's asking his boys questions, catechism questions. And, like, man, these boys are just spatting off these answers. Like, man, mouth was literally dropped all the way to the floor seeing these young kids um, give biblical answers, summaries of Christian doctrine to the questions mm-hmm. that their pops was asking. Yeah. Uh, so that was, like, the first time when I saw it. Uh, I was exposed to it then. And then as I was in seminary, uh, my seminary professor I forget which class um, mentioned catechism and stuff like that. And so that was encouraging. And I knew I wanted to do it, but it really like I really became like real motivated about it um, when we got pregnant. Yeah. You know, we got pregnant with our first son, uh, Jace and man, me and Garrett Kell. We went to a TGC conference and you was pregnant at the time. And like, man, I just. I became a fanatic, you know, I got like <laughs> children's Bible, ABC, Kevin DeYoung. I got new city catechism book. Got to get a bookshelf just for, for our child who's in the womb. <laughs> for real. You know, because what we had heard was that man at, at early in the pregnancy, um, the baby in the womb could hear. Mm-hmm. And so like, man, I started practicing <laughs> long before. So I'm over here reading Jace the question as I'm speaking to your belly. <laughs> and I'm over here giving the answer, hoping that he will hear these things. Yeah. I know doggone well, no one is going to have the Holy Spirit from the womb again, like John the Baptist. <laughs> but I was trying. I was trying. trying to be <laughs> And there was even... A certain catechism that I think you'll mention later that has like music that goes to yeah, it. He that's was, it. the new city. Yeah. He was playing the songs. He's yeah, for real. I'm over here it, trying to sing on that key. I'm like, man, that mug is so high pitch and it just wasn't working for me, but I was trying. <laughs> he was trying. But I will say too, when you started doing that and when you bought that book, that was the first time I was exposed to the idea of catechism. Mm. It's like, I didn't realize I had been catechized by my parents to a degree with the Lord's prayer, but that was, you know, when you got those books and we Mm. started talking about that is when I realized, Oh, this is a real thing that that parents try to regularly do with their kids. Yeah. And that mug, like for me personally, that mug really took off. Um, when Shylin's Jesus Kids album dropped. So dope. That mug is so live. Shout out to Shylin, one of my favorite rappers. Exposed me to, man, lyrical theology and a lot of, you know, uh, reformed theology. Catechized you through his rap. For real. He definitely (laughs) discipled me through his music. Uh, But shout out to Shy, even in his generosity and just serving us and and allowing us to use the catechism interlude instrumental to be the music for this podcast. Yes. So if you thought you recognized it, it's because you've heard it on Shylin's Jesus Kids album. Yeah. And if you didn't know it was from there, go check out that album. Yes. That (laughs) mug is so live. And we'll put that in our show notes so you can check it out. Yeah. But like, man, so you got Shylin um black brother from the hood um and i'm an african-american i'm an african-american man 
And what I hear on this album is he intentionally discipling his son mm-hmm. um, through catechism. You know, and before that, I saw KV's example, um, which I think is very dope. Um, at the same time, I'm also just not thinking like, man, brothers who look like me are intentional in doing stuff like this. Um, now that's a faulty and wrong assumption on my end. And I praise God for Shylin's example in that to correct that. Um, because I'm sure there are way more brothers who look like me who are intentional in catechizing their children in these ways. Yeah. I just didn't see it. Sure. Um, and sadly, you know, we could go off the assumption, if I don't see it, it must not be happening. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord in his kindness corrected my my thinking in that, but it's also the Lord used Shylin as an example. I'm like, man, I definitely want to do that yeah. with my kids. There's a brother who looked like me who's doing this. Oh, man, I'm doing this definitely yeah. with my kids. <laughs> and... <laughs> Even if you weren't, Shylin is doing it with our kids because they listen to the music and they're learning the answers to the facts, questions. Facts, facts, 150%. And in fact, it was with the fact that our kids were learning the answers without us knowing it. Like, only thing we did was play it in our house, yeah. play it in the van, play it in the car. And next thing you know, like, we play the song and Shy's asking a question and, and our kids are answering. We're like, whoa, yeah. whoa. And so we were just like, man, we got to do this yeah. even more. And it shows that it really is possible to do now Mm. with our kids, Mm. right? And as we said before, we're speaking from experience of having young children age four and under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just want to testify that they are not... testify, girl. (laughs) Testify, baby. That they are not too young for us to do this with them. Mm. That they really can learn the answers to these questions. Yes, yes. And we know this from experience with... You know, uh, the Jesus Kids album, we also know, like, man, our kids, like, they know a lot of songs. They know how to memorize. They (laughs) really do. Like, they know Spidey and his Amazing Friends song. We play Sing Too. Jace and Braley over here singing Johnny's songs and stuff like that. Like, they can memorize more than what we think. Um, And so it's like, man, we want to be intentional in helping them to memorize these things that have eternal weight. Absolutely. And it's not only is it not too much for young children, but it's not too much for us as parents. Mm. No Mm. one, I'm going to say this, no one is too busy to do this. And here's why I say this. Oh, go ahead. Because it takes zero preparation. Hmm? All you have to know how to do is read because you just buy a catechism book And it has the questions and the answers for you. And so you don't have to prep. You don't have to come up with your own questions, your own answers. You just want to read the question and teach them the answer. And you work on that until they memorize it. And so it really, this might sound like a lot, but it, it's not too hard to do for, for us as parents and for our young children or any age child for that matter. Come on. The big thing we would encourage as we want to encourage you to do this with your young children is to pick a time in your day that's a very regular thing that you do every day. And so this could be in the car on your way, dropping kids off at school or picking them up from school or PDO or whatever that might look like. Don't be driving and reading, but (laughs) (laughs) but, it's dangerous. That's real dangerous. That time in the car with your kids, you know, it could be over a meal. Yeah. That's actually the time we like. to. Yeah. We do ours over dinner um, usually, but yeah, it could be before bedtime. If you have a bedtime routine, Mm -hmm. Um, if you take regular walks, you know, so our encouragement would be to find a regular rhythm time 
like Deuteronomy six, you know, the intentionality behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But again, we just want to encourage that it is possible and it really doesn't take much prep at all. Um, And so really what will happen is you have these scripted answers that they are going to learn that you don't have to come up with. And as they learn them and you continue to review it with them, remember it's, or not remember, but we want to help you understand that it's not to test them, but it's to teach them. Mm, That's good. Say that again. Say that again. Yeah. So it's, it's not to test them in a Mm. sense. You're going to be asking questions for them to answer. So it feels like it, but you have to remember the why behind it. It's not to store up more and more just head knowledge, but it's to get it in there so that we can eventually teach to them through using this process. Yeah. Exposing them now that we may unpack it and build on it later. Yeah. Yeah. That's real strong. And so the goal is for them to memorize these answers. And the sweet thing is once they do is they really get to participate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It becomes a fun banter back and forth with our children. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we do this, as we get into it more, one of the things we want to encourage is repetition, repetition, repetition. Repetition is crucial in that it really um, aids their ability to learn. It's helpful. It's necessary because they're probably not going to get it on the first go. Yeah. They they probably (laughs) won't get it on the 10th go around. But as you repeatedly go over the questions and the answers, they will begin to pick up on it. And this is where we have to remember to have the marathon like mentality and not the sprint. You know, we ain't trying to Usain Bolt this thing uh, and get it as quick as possible. You know what I'm saying? It may take time, but we're going to be in it for the long time, for the long haul. And if you have multiple kids, it may take one of your kids longer to pick up on it than the other. And that's totally fine as well. That's so normal in life, right? (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. And one of the things we really love about um, the catechism is that there's scriptures next to the answers um, to show that the summary of the answer is actually rooted in scripture. Mm-hmm. It's rooted in Bible. And so yeah. no one is like really coming up with these things in of itself. They're studying the Bible and summarizing the Bible yeah. through these answers. Which could <clears throat> even be a helpful tool as the kids get older mm-hmm. to almost have a Bible study. You've got these scriptures here that you could even read together or yeah. study together. Yeah, for sure. Because, man... Catechism is a helpful way to introduce Christian doctrine to your children, knowing, as we said, you will unpack it later. Yeah. You know, and that makes me think of how we do this in life with other things, in particular with food, right? Hmm. And so our youngest daughter, she's nine months now, and... So we've been doing solids with her, which is kind of funny we say solids because it's still like pureed. But (laughs) the idea is we want her to now eat sweet potatoes. You know, Mm. she can have this good, rich vegetable. We want her to eat um, banana, but she cannot consume that the way that we do. She's Mm -hmm. not able to do that. And so what do we do? We give it to her in a pureed form. Um, it's, it's like giving her milk still, only she's getting nutrients from these other foods. Mm. And we do that in order, um, to safely give it to her so that she can digest it and so that she can swallow it. And it's the same way with teaching our children these truths in Mm. a very simplified summary form because they can't sit in a 
sermon right now and understand what my husband or our other pastor is saying, but yeah. we can say, who made you? God hmm. made me, Come on, come you on. know, in, in a yeah. way that that kind of milk that they can digest it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And it kind of reminds me of first Corinthians chapter three, uh, where Paul talks about like, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food since you yeah. were not yet ready for it. Um, I guess no, he beat me to that illustration. Yeah, he but. did beat you to that <laughs> illustration by like a couple thousand years. <laughs> but yeah, like just that reality that, man, we're going to give it to him and it's going to grow over time. Yeah. We're going to give him simple answers are simple and yet it's going to increase in difficulty. And what's going to happen over time as they get older, as their cognitive abilities increase, is that we will begin to explain and unpack that thing more and more. That's good. That's and, really so, good. and so, yeah, we want to go on and talk about Man, the importance of doing this is we want to be proactive in parenting. Um, The reality is the world lies in the sway of the evil one. And it is an active way to beat the world in getting to our children. You a dragon over there. (laughs) Say what, girl? Because you you over there spitting hot fire. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I've been wanting to say that this whole time. I had that planned. (laughs) Just looking for the right moment. Maybe I was confused by that for a second. I'm like, I'm a dragon. Like, man, is my breath hot? You know, man, do I need to get a Listerine yeah. strip? Because you know, you know, I have them jots after preaching. I put nah, that thing you, in my pocket you're and spitting real truth over here. Okay, <laughs> spitting fire. All right, so let's say that again then, so they can hear this hot fire that you are spitting. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm cracking up. Well, what I was saying was, (laughs) I hope it's hot fire this time, is that, man, we really want to be proactive in reaching our children because the world lies in the sway of the evil one and the world will seek to get them. And so we want to beat um, the world to getting our children Mm -hmm. and teaching them and instructing them in the ways of truth. Absolutely. Knowing that they will come after them. And man, as we know that they're coming after them at younger and younger ages. If you watch what is being seen on TV and stuff like that, TV shows was being put in it, uh, not trying to provoke fear or anything like that, but we want to be aware, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't want to be caught off guard by it. And so we want to be intentional and, teaching our children what the scriptures say on a myriad of topics. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the ways that we can do that is through catechism. Yeah. You know, and so we, yeah, we just want to be very intentional in that. Yeah. And, you know, we, you think we do this with topics like sex. We do this, you know, with topics like drugs, different things that we want to help our kids hear from us first before they are introduced by others. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be a serious one, we have that with ethnicity. Mm-hmm. You know, we're multi-ethnic marriage. And so at a very young age, before our son turned four, um, we were teaching him like, hey, daddy is black and mommy is white. And these are really good things. And also there was a time in our country where it would not have been acceptable for mommy and daddy to be married. Mm -hmm. And so obviously he can't really understand all those Mm -hmm. things, but we want to be intentional in teaching him the beauty of ethnic diversity and him hear that from us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think this is important for us to also remember is that we don't want to just punt this type of instruction off to Sunday school teachers and children's Mm. children's ministry workers, though 
they are so incredibly helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we even hope to talk about the church's role in helping with family discipleship. But mm. this is something we really, when it comes to Christian doctrine, biblical doctrine, we want to take on ourselves as parents. Facts. Yeah. Facts. 100%. We want to teach our children um, scripture and we want to deliberately teach them summaries of biblical teaching. Mm-hmm. And the way, one of the ways we can do that is catechism. Yeah. And the reality is we already do this when we think about it. Like, we catechize our children in different ways. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I have this uncle. Shout out to my uncle, KP. <laughs> Funniest uncle I have. Uh, like, man, this dude is hilarious. And, man, watching the Cowboys games with Uncle KP, it is an experience. Like, he'd be like, who you with? And everybody know you're supposed to be like, Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you're teaching. Like, so our kids. When they come around, they learn. Even question, if they question answer format, it is a Q and A format. They learn that with Uncle KP, if Unc, we call him Unc, if Unc asks you who you with, you're supposed to say cowboys. <laughs> and in that vein, I'm trying to beat KP to my kids <laughs> by teaching them to say chiefs. But, <laughs> but you know, I was thinking about this the other day in light of preparing for this episode. We were putting chief shirts on our kids because. You know, Super Bowl. my side of the family is a big, big Chiefs fan. This and is yes, true. we were getting ready for the Super Bowl. And it's like, okay, we are catechizing our children yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to cheer for certain teams, you know? Yeah. And so. Yeah. And I do. And we do have other things as well. Like, I want my kids to know that if they're ever asked, who is the GOAT in basketball? The right answer is Michael Jordan. Simple as that. And so, you LeBron fans out there, if you're a LeBron fan and you listen to this podcast, I'm a LeBron fan too. I got mad respect for him, but he is not the goat. All right, now we, Josh was getting on another <laughs> podcast. We're gonna do a sports talk, <laughs> sports talk radio. <laughs> but yes, we could give so many examples with sports, even how we mm-hmm. want to indoctrinate our kids from a young age on who to cheer for and yeah, you know, all yeah. of that. And so again, we just want to encourage us to be even more proactive in eternal matters. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And so why don't we talk about how we do it? Yeah, our as, plan for Yeah, our plan as a family. And so, again, as I said earlier, uh, we do it over dinner time. And one of the things we do is we have a big chalkboard that is hanging yeah, on I our wall. Yeah, we've mentioned that before. Yeah, so the we really want to promote that. Yeah, the yeah. chalkboard is a very dope family discipleship resource. Yeah. So we have a chalkboard. We alternate from verse to catechism. And so when it's catechism, we would write out the question, and then we would write out the answer, and then... Over dinner. Real quick, when you say alternate. So, yeah, we'll do a verse until they learn it and they've really got it. Mm -hmm. And that might, I mean, that could take a month. That could take however long. And then we'll switch and do a catechism question is what you're getting at. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Appreciate it. And so, yeah, we do that. And over dinner, after we've done like highs and lows, we will begin to introduce it and we have five to seven minutes to work on this oh yeah such a small window you guys know this with toddlers their attention span is so small and so, so small it's not like we're having sunday school with them yeah this not is at all. just a very quick let's we want to teach you or we want to review this yeah so we work on it for just a few minutes yes and so what happened is one of us um, will state the question multiple times. And so it's like the first question, who made you? We'd be like, who made you? And we'll repeatedly say that so they can know, okay, this is the question. And then we will give a portion of the answer, um, depending on how long the answer is. Right, because the so, first one 
is more simple. So yeah, you can God, say, God made, made me. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But as the questions, as the questions get more intricate, the answers get longer. We begin to slice that thing up yeah. in sections yeah. and work on it until they master it, and then build on it. So, like again, five to seven minutes. We'll probably just say, "Let's do the catechism four times," mm-hmm. and then our son will go four times, and then our daughter will go four yeah. times. And as we do that, we're seeking to accentuate the words mm-hmm. um so that they kind of understand and so yeah like an example is we were asked like does god know all things um that's one or we'd be like can god do all things i'm over yeah. here flexing my muscles you can't see it <laughs> <laughs> i'm weak anyway so but you don't no, have nothing no. to see anyway but but yeah we want to because some of the questions even can sound similar. So yeah. we're trying to find ways to help them mm-hmm. have it click on which one we're asking them. Yeah. yeah. And the benefit of having multiple children, not bad. I wasn't no, sure you about to say it. No, you keep going. Yeah, the benefit of having multiple children is that if we say four times, it's really sweet because our son is going to do it four times, which means our daughter's heard it four times. Yep. And then our daughter's going to do it four times, which means our son heard it. And then mommy going to do it yep. and then daddy going to do it. So it's really going to be like 16 times. Yeah, that we're doing that in a five-minute setting. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's super helpful. And, and that's really what it entails is just – repetition yeah, <laughs> over yeah. and over. And, but we do try to make it fun. And mm-hmm. if they get it again, you'll learn, we love to dance in this house. And so if Facts. they get it, it turns into a quick little dance party. Yep. Um, just we turn all the way up. Yeah. I want to celebrate that, that they're learning it. So mm-hmm. want to make it fun. And that helps motivate them to learn and to, and to repeat it and get it because then we get to cheer them on and have a little dance break. So. Yeah. And so at a Chapman house, we also have a rhythm of we teach the new question on weekdays. And then on the weekend, we'll rehearse the questions that they previously um, learned. Yeah. Try to keep that in their minds. And Mm -hmm. one time we were doing some of that review and realized, wow, they've forgotten a lot of these. (laughs) And so (laughs) I decided to do catechism review with them with candy come on now <laughs> just for fun during the week sometimes um because mm. i do get to stay home with them and so i'd literally made this little obstacle course for them they'd have to run through it come to me they'd get to draw a question out of um i just had numbers and so say they draw number four so i would go to question number four and I would read question number four and then they would answer it and I would give them like a smarty, a little piece of candy. And then they'd be so excited. Then they'd run back and then they would tag the other person's hand and then, you know, they would run down through the obstacle course, draw a number. I say the question, they answer, get candy. Mm. Um, And that became a really fun way for us to get intentional time together. And little did they know I'm doing catechism with them, (laughs) but they think it's just a fun way to get candy and it's a fun little obstacle course. And Mm. so there's a lot of fun ways you can do it to have them continuously work on it so that they don't forget. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And man, as we do this, like there are a number of profits or benefits. (laughs) (laughs) Try to keep with the P's if you haven't noticed. You probably haven't even picked up on it. You know, we try to do the alliteration. Yeah, come on. Well, so there are a number of benefits that come with it, um, as we do this formally, it helps give tools um, to have intentional conversations in the informal times. Mm-hmm. 
Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, I was babe. just going to give an example. Um, you know, our son, there was a time where he was just really nervous to go to bed one night. And he said, you know, he didn't like being by himself. He didn't want to be alone. And we were able to say, well, hey, Jace, where is God? Because that's one of the questions that he's learned. And he said, God is everywhere. And it was really cool to to help point out, yes, God is everywhere. That means he's here with you. So mm. you're actually not alone. You know, and then another question is, can you see God? And he knows, no, I cannot see God, but he always sees me. Mm. And so he might not be thinking of that when he's memorizing it or rehearsing it with us. But then in that moment, we got to unpack it a little for him mm -hmm. to help him understand that though he can't see God, God sees him. And God is with him, and he's so he's not alone. And it was a really sweet way to use catechism that he'd already learned mm. to then bring comfort to him in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think about our son in a huddle time very recently. You know, we was walking through John 8 as Pastor John was preaching it, and I was explaining to them that Jesus is God. And Jace was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and so got to explain to him through the catechism questions that we've learned. So I said, what this means is, you know, let's talk about it. Who made you? He said, God made me. Well, I'm like, well, Jesus being God means that Jesus made you. Mm -hmm. And then I asked him, Jace, is there more than one God? He said, no, there's only one God. And I said, how many persons does this one God exist? three persons and I asked who are the three persons and he said father son and holy spirit mm -hmm. well I say yeah well Jesus is God the son mm -hmm. Jesus is the son and so really was trying to explain to him the the deity of Christ mm -hmm. and able to use catechism questions yeah. towards that very end yeah. he's not understanding oh this is how it applies, but mm -hmm. like we can guide him yeah. into, into those answers. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's been really helpful and, and helps there be dialogue then yeah. in that moment yeah. about what he's trying to learn. Yeah. And another way um, that catechism really can be a tool in those intentional informal times um, is one just last summer when I would go on walks with the kids, we would just, I would point to something and say, who made that tree? And they'd say, God made the tree, hmm. you know, who made the birds? God made the birds. Why, why were they able to know that? Because God made all things. Hmm. That was the second question they had Amen. learned. And so it was really cool again, to begin to apply that and help them see God made this, God made this, God made this. And so we're going on a walk and yet we're give, giving praise to God for, you know, what he had made. Hmm. And hmm. another example is with discipline. Um, because, you know, when our children our kids are sinners, yes, they are. And, and when they do sin and we need to talk to them about what they've done, um, I'm able to say, or Josh was able to say, what is sin? Sin is disobeying God, you know? And so again, we're by catechizing them in these questions and answers, we're giving them language to use when we get to start unpacking some mm -hmm. of what's going on in their little worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just proven to be very helpful in those ways. Yeah. And another benefit to catechizing is that our children are going to be memorizing the gospel message. Oh. So we can have them memorize verses that 
lay out the gospel. Yeah, as which we've, we've done and about. we're trying to yeah. do. Yeah, and which is most important because that's truly God's word. Mm-hmm. But these summaries of the gospel through this question and answer is going to teach them again, the gospel. Yeah. Um, and so a few of those questions is why did God send Jesus into the world? And then the answer to save his people from their sins. And what did Jesus do to save his people from their sins? He died on the cross and he rose from the grave. Yes. And so these are catechism questions that we have Mm. and that come from the book that we use. And so again, they are learning the gospel message, which is just such a sweet, great benefit. Yeah. In fact, as we catechize our children, this helps them um, not just to, for us to help them prioritize the Bible stories. This also helps them learn doctrines that come from the scriptures. Yeah. And so that's a huge benefit yeah. as well. Toddlers can learn doctrine. Yeah. They just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exciting that we can be actually teaching them at such a young age. 150%. And so, so yeah, I want to pack it in. I want to unpack it later. And then as we've talked about catechisms, there are a number of catechisms that you can um, use and start with. And so we just give a few of them to name a few. Um, one is the Baptist Catechism. I know they just recently came out with one, I think, just a few years ago. I know a dear brother who uses that with his kid, and that's really dope. Another one is, you know, the Westminster. Um, you got larger and shorter catechisms. I'm not sure if that is that the shorter catechism may be the better one to use with your kids <laughs> than a larger one. Um, but you also have the New City Catechism, um, and that was one that we started with. Um, and in fact, I know some dear brothers um, who I was in the text with a couple of like last week asking them what catechisms do they use. And a number of them said the New City Catechism, which is a dope one. That's also the one that has an app where you can play the music. Um, and then you also have the Truth and Grace Catechism. Now, that is the one that um, Team Chapman, that's the one that we use. Um, There are three volumes to it. Uh, It's a template for you to go by. It gives, and then you can also track the progress. And what's really dope about the Truth and Grace is at the back of the book, it has, yeah, this progress that you can track to where it has questions um, for certain ages, like ages one to three should learn questions like, age one or something like that. One of three things like questions one to five or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so then other verses. That? I just want to point that out real quick. Question age one to three. It's something like questions one to five. Yeah. Or maybe one to two or something like that. No, but, but yeah, it's, it's not actually a large number. Yeah. And so I wanted to point that out because mm. we're not trying to get 20 questions learned in a year. Yeah. It, it might be two questions. It might be five questions. Come and on. So just wanted to point that out. Just yeah, that's to, observation, yeah, maybe. Just to, encourage you that this really is doable and we're not trying to load stuff on Mm. for you to to be doing. Yeah, no, that's really good. And so, yeah, we use that one. Um, That's one we really love and appreciate. At the same time, you're totally free. One of the things we would encourage is to find one that's consistent with your theological convictions. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are Presbyterian, if you're a Baptist, if you're non-denominational, you're an undercover Baptist. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing around. I'm just playing. But um, but yeah, just find one that is consistent with your theological convictions. And even if you get one that isn't, like being mindful of you know where the differences are and how you will teach your kids yeah. in that matter. Yeah. Um, but our biggest encouragement would be to do it. Yeah. 
you know, to get after it, be faithful to the glory of God and pray that the Lord would use it to save your children as use use as means to save your children also uh, shape their worldview to where it is biblical. And I believe as they get older, they will learn quicker. And so be patient in these early, early years when it might take a while to get one, one question done, but the good news is you're doing it. Yeah. So yeah. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Absolutely. And so, but yeah, like last time, um, last episode, we had our kids come and recite a few verses that they've learned. Well, we thought it'd be a dope idea to do it once again. <laughs> we to, just like hearing their little voices on the microphone. We really do. <laughs> we really do. And so what we're going to do is we're going to bring our kids up and we'll have them um, show some of the things that we've been working on in mm-hmm. the form of catechism. Yeah. And, so, and again, just to give an example. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hope it encourages y'all. And so what up, kiddos? You guys ready to do some catechism questions? Yes, sir. sir. Good job. All right, let's start with Brayley Girl. And so, Brayley, who made you? God made me. All right, I want you to speak up just a little bit louder, okay? God made me. Yes, he did. What else did God make? All things. Why did God make you in all things? For the glory. And how can you glorify God? Good job. All right, brother, I'm going to switch it up some, okay? okay. Who is God? God is everywhere. Oh, who? God is a? Spirit and it's not having body. Good job. Where is God? God is everywhere. There you go. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. All right, let me get my main man, Jace. All right, son, you ready? I speak a little bit loud. Okay. All right. And so, Jace, is there more than one God? No, there's only one God. And how many persons does this one God exist? Three persons. Good job. Who are the three persons? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Great job. Jace, who are our first parents? Adam and Eve. And what did Adam and Eve do? Disobey God. And what did they do? They sinned? Sinned against God. And what is sin? Disobeying God. Jace, why did God send Jesus into the world? To save his people from their sin. And what did Jesus do to save his people from their sins? Died on the cross and rose from the grave. Great job, son. Great job. And so, kiddos, thank you guys for rocking with us in this episode. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later, okay? Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for rocking with us in this episode. If you are encouraged by this content, you can help us out and hook us up by liking um, liking this episode and liking the podcast and leaving a favorable comment wherever you listen to this podcast. Until next time, love y'all. Love y'all.